what is your plan to uh, escape? Uh, we got a big vulture. You can probably carry at least one person. I I do not volunteer. I got a spoon. I can carry one person. That leaves three people unaccounted for. Two people unaccounted for. Because we have um, Belinkin. Belin and Asterisk. Oh, three people. Yeah, Asterisk. Um, Belin, do you require healing? I will offer her a greater healing potion if she wants it. No, I'm unharmed. I'll continue on. I saw her get greatly harmed, but I'm glad. I'm glad she's being cool about it. I have a plus four stealth, so I feel like I might be all right. We could try and sneak out. I don't think that's unthinkable. We also have magic, like yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like if we can't, like if we can't get everybody out with birds, that and if somebody needs to go, like I feel like I might be I. Oh, you could also cast darkness, and we could walk with your club of darkness. Which might be an option. Damn, it's a shame that I don't have a monk who has just like infinite pass without trace anymore. <laughs> I spent my second level spell slots trying to not be dead, which to my credit worked really well. I'm not yeah. dead. Neither are you. Neither are you. You're not dead either. Um, high stealth people get out on foot, and then everybody else uses birds and brooms. Bird pops and broomsticks. That's right. I'm into it. We're both, we're both, Zev, you and I are stealthy. Uh, well, yeah, I am. Yeah, Zev's yeah, stealthy. Yeah, plus four. I'm also, I, I, yeah, I can only roll normally because of exhaustion, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Are we just going to stealth out of here, then? Uh, you should actually take the spoon. Actually, the three of us should be going on foot. The spoon should go with you and Valen, and Asterisk should go with the bird. Okay. Because the three of us are going to I have um, permanent advantage in plus five. All right. Those of you who are flying out could fly out unencumbered. Those of you who are sneaking out need to make stealth checks. All right. Well, I will... Um, mastermind give, this one over I here. I will give mastermind advan- advantage to you. Good thing, dude. That. I got a 17. 22. 22. Oh, 19. 19, I'll pretty die. good. All right. So that's actually a 23. <clears throat> Those of you who are flying out can make it back to your rendezvous point with Angajuk without a problem. Um, the only problem being that, uh, as a matter of fact, it, you make it out, I would like everybody who's flying to make a constitution saving throw. Mm. Oh, because it's cheery. Well, for some. <laughs> Not for the person wearing magic boots. <laughs> so it's like, I'm a little warm. 13. 13. Who else is flying? It's the only PC flying, and he's immune to cold. Oh, you're immune to cold. Yeah. Alright. Uh, Valin and Asterisk. Valin and Asterisk need to make their checks. Okay. So it's the only PC. Valin got that beef. Asterisk is fucking wild. Um, so you all pass, which is good. The, um, the cold and the swirling snow this high up off the ground, um, is so intense that it, it threatens to, like, strain the life out of you. Um, mechanically speaking, you would have gained another level of exhaustion had you failed, but thankfully you all survived. Una um, and Valin are on the, the spoon, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Una's actually, like, leaning back against Valin. Just sort of, like, both in, I have two levels of exhaustion and went down to zero, and also, it's fucking cold, let's, like, try to get as close and share body heat as possible. Um, those of you who are sneaking out, you try to pick a route away from the searchlights, taking you away from Statuary of Ice. And even though you have an expert tracker and you're familiar with the island, you still find your way back into this garden of statues. It defies logic. You've gone the right way and you've ended up in the wrong place. Um, D&D logic. Yep. But you can, logic. 
thankfully, the good thing about these cold light walkers, these um, these spotlights that you see that you know are these undead creatures that are hunting you, it makes them easy to pick out in the dark, and you find yourself like stealthily picking your way through the statues, hiding behind them. Um, and as you round a statue, trying to keep it between you and the nearest spotlight, you see a hunched figure, maybe seven foot tall if it was standing straight, covered in uh, white fur, cowled in sort of a thin blue um, blue cloak, round horns adorned the top of its head, and as you look at it closely, you see that it's not actually fur, it's feathers, and it's over a... Um, a figure half buried in the snow and as it uh, as it does what it's doing it raises a hand out to this figure in the snow this hand sticking out of the snow is half bare and as it begins to raise this thing from the snow as a cold light walker it looks dead in your eyes. Fully seeing you and not caring. Raises it in front of you. Turns around and begins to walk through the snow. I'm going to need somebody to, like, take me away. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. If I have to put my mouth over your face or... You my, need to my, do that. My hand you over your face. You 100% <laughs> Hand over your face and, like, like gagging you, like, pulling you back. Like, arm around the neck. Like, well, I I've, I've got, like, a like a dragon snout, so I imagine you're, like, holding my mouth closed like that. Probably like, one like hand you holding your snout closed and the other one, like, around your neck to, like, hold... To keep you from sucking air in to just shut you the fuck up and pull you back. <laughs> Makati is a little... Shock is the appropriate word. And as um, Aurel, the Frost Maiden, walks away through the snow, uh, her new cold light walker in tow, uh, two of her attendants, two winter wolves, um, plot along behind you. And as like kind of a final, like, we see you and we just don't care, one of them turns his head, looks at you, and bows, rest in beauty, and walks off. Clamp. Mm-hmm. Drag, 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 drag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clamp mm-hmm. or clamp-like device. Yes. So a reel is bound in the flesh of an owl bear. Uh, a big owl bear, 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 a humanoid yeah. owl bear. Yeah. And a Definitely real... some owl and bear-like features. It's some owl baloney. So you're letting her walk away. Yeah. Probably for the best. Yeah, we're not it, fucking. Kuspalad is letting her walk away. Mm-hmm. Hey, a god, let's kill it. Yeah. <laughs> Things that occur to D&D adventurers. Give, Joshua gives an incredulous look at the GM. I mean, it would give extra XP. I'm sure it would. Wait, does it have magic items? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All of well, them. That's, that's a T-H, it's, it's, it's got a spoon with a nitro, but it's got a spoon with a hemi. <laughs> um, all right. But that one encounter aside, you are able to join back with your whale. Yeah, I, uh, I put my hand in the snow and ring the alarm, the faux alarm cord to cast the spell and get it up here. And there is a uh, accompanying whale breach, and he swims as close as he can to shore so you guys can climb aboard. And we'll show him the talon and the flight feather that we grabbed while you were taking a whiz mm-hmm. to prove that the uh, the rock is dead. You can see that uh, in several places, uh, Angajuk appears to have suffered fresh wounds. Squid um, wounds? Um, 
he does not make mention of them. As a matter of fact, he makes no mention of anything at all. He just waits for you to climb in, and then as soon as you're in, he sinks to the coldest, darkest waters he can find. Before we sink, I'm imagining that I'm the last person off the island, and I look back up at the skull, and I muster the most acidic, toxic loogie, and I spit on the island. Did I see Ariel as well? Were you stealthing? Yeah. Yeah, the three of us all saw it. Can I make a religion check to see what the heck's going on here? Sure. Uh, Thirteen. Uh, you you felt you felt whatever this thing is. It it definitely radiates a divine magic that makes you uncomfortable because it isn't Lolf. Zeb's, per- Zeb's fairly sexy, very secular. <laughs> you said fairly sexy, fairly sexy, and, <laughs> and secular. <laughs> Zeb's pretty hot. <laughs> and this Which thing didn't want to bail. Hey, Frost Mommy. She knows what the presence of divine feels like, and yeah, it would be uncomfortable. Yes, if you feel that you would know what the presence of the divine feels like, then yes, this was you were in the presence of the divine. Um, How divine? Without further interruption or obstacles, you find yourself on Angajuk's back in the deepest, darkest parts of the Sea of Moving Ice on your way back to where? Where do you want her to bring you? Bryn Shander first, right? we got to go to the shore and then go back to Bryn Shander because we need a long rest in the worst fucking way. Oh, I mean, yeah. we can take three long rests. Can we take a rest on his back? Yeah. You may take a long rest on... Well, yeah, you may take two long Which rests means. on... I'll also go back to the cabin. Which means while you are en route, you level up to level nine. Focus! We can stop at the cabin too. We can stop at the cabin too. Um, I, I mean, will cry if we stop at the cabin. With the codicil and the Professor Orb and the robot, we have everything we need to go to visit uh, Death Daddy. You mean Hungry Daddy? Hungry, hungry daddy. Um, hungry, hungry daddies. Why are you so hungry? <laughs> hungry. Yes. Well, everybody, <laughs> when I made Zev. I was, it's all about making new decisions, trying new things. So I'm going to do something that I thought I'd never do. Multiclass into Druid. No. Yeah. Bard. Hey! Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you already have the shiny dress, and that's half the battle. Exactly. Neat. I'm going to do something I never thought I would do, and I'm still a ranger. I get a fifth level spell. Brian was like, by level three, you won't want to be a ranger anymore. And I was like, Hey, Brian, eat my ass. Okay. Big ass ranger ass. (laughs) Present. I mean, yeah, if you're offering. (laughs) Listen, I've eaten too much. You know what? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not the direction I thought this was going. (laughs) But I appreciate the heads up. I was only. Yeah, Nyan Ty reappears after we've had a chance to rest on the whale. But he looks all fucked up. He's all scarred up. He's got, like, big patches of, like, uh, uh, frostburnt fur and. For whatever reason, I'm thinking, like, it's one of those, like, John Carpenter movies where, like, they yeah. fast forward 20 years into the apocalypse and he comes back with an iPad smoking a cigar. Like. He, you know what he looks like? is, um, you know, an American Werewolf in London where his friend that he killed yes. keeps coming back and he's, like, more rotten? Yeah. And I think he's starting to look like that. Like, he, he shows signs of what killed him each incarnation that he's had. And at this point, he's all, like, scar tissue and, like, frost burnt flesh and, like, patchy spots where there's no fur. He's looking like garbage. I suppose I should include some flavor and justification as to why I'm going bard. I think all that we've experienced, the many story-worthy tales we've been going through, and all the culture that Zeb's been experiencing here, the song, she's probably been picking up all these songs, learning all these languages too. Uh, And just being a lore hound that she is, 
I think going down this path makes sense. And all the magic? Well, that's just her drow blood and shit. Nerd. Yeah. She is a, she is a nerd. She's a huge fucking nerd. <laughs> is she gonna get a cover-up tattoo to that drew, dress thing that she Look, had on her lower back? She still loves dress. Yeah. <laughs> she's still got the, the, the goo and var tramp stamp. She's got lots of goo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's got a dotted line for hands for where Drish should put the hands when standing behind <laughs> No, actually, you know what? It, I'm gonna regret saying this on recording, but like, I think a, I think a crossed uh, scimitar tramp stamp would actually be a pretty badass. Uh, it's I accept. <laughs> I will carry this burden. Zeb bends over one day and I go, "What is that? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. No, no, no. Sounds like a target. It's not a tramp stamp. It's right over her V, so it's X marks the spot. Uh, it just says enter here. <laughs> What's this? That's my pecker to guillotine. <laughs> Holy oh, <laughs> guys, I don't know what to pick for my fit. I had ideas, and now I'm mad, so I have different ideas. <laughs> I mean, you're mad, but that means that Makati's also mad, so Makati's the one making the pick, and Makati's pissed off. Go with what Makati wants. So, David, tell us about your uh, multi-class into fighter. Fighter? Yeah. No. Coward. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that pure looks druid. good. Pure druid, pure ranger, pure warlock, pure sorcerer, the only multi-class... <laughs> Is the rogue? Which, it's Joshua. Ironically enough, you are now the two classes that I was considering multi-classing into. <laughs> <laughs> but now you get to be a warlock and a calf because of your new rod. You do have a big, thick rod. <laughs> Damn, I'm like really tempted to pick immolation. That sounds pretty fun. <laughs> And have we been noticing the aurora has been returning and everything? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, it's been on clockwork. Although uh, it's two nights of travel, three nights of travel, one night in Brinchander. Over the four nights, like it is coming on about the same time that it comes on, but it lingers longer into the morning. Um, but then when it recedes, the night is darker and the wind is stronger and the cold is colder. And everything just seems to be worse every night that's going on. And it is compounding night by night. The people are noticing that something is... This is not how it was before. It is worse. It's getting worse, yeah. So do we have to go back and actually kill the goddess? I mean, we have some other shit to do first, but maybe. Um, If you bring this concern to Valin, Valin will reassert that she thinks that if she can attune to the Mithalar, she can break the spell. But she needs to get there first. I'd rather do that than go toe to toe with the goddess. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't. It's going to take more than laser rifles to do that. Mm. I'm not. In my opinion, Zeb doesn't know that all these creatures have stat blocks. (laughs) Zeb hasn't read the campaign manual. She is not unprepared. Much since she calls herself. Never did your homework. Yeah. Make a history check on that ship. <laughs> uh, she would find Valen's reasoning sound on this. Yep. And now that she knows how to use magical stuff as a sudden bard. Uh, <laughs> Everything's starting to make sense. I like to think of it as her like subtly plundering magical secrets and just taking them onto herself as time goes on. Sai observes that there is a little um, stress about this current situation, but he's very jovial saying that, L- listen guys, we got two other gods backing us up. Indeed. Two? Yeah, at least minimum. Lothander mm. and... Mushroom Lady. The Mushroom Lady. Oh, oh the Mushroom Lady. lady. Yeah. Lady. She's go- totally a god and not awful. The gods are all well and good. Definitely like not a demon. No. 
Definitely not the thought. Yeah. But I do believe that within the Netherese ruins, we may find the more scientific means of destroying her. Or also at least very, driving her from this plane. Also very likely. Don't worry, guys. My father will hear about this. Okay, Draco Malfoy. Draco Munchfoy. Uh, and I think with that, we are supplied. Oh, boy. As much as we can be. You got your good berries. Mm-hmm. We're... We got our undead dogs. Hold on to your good berries. I have a question for Una. Yeah. Una, um, you've several times now referred to your patron as father. Mm-hmm. Have you made this known to the rest of the party, especially Makati? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't recall you saying anything before. Never been used in party context. Mm-mm. Okay. Is this like Papa like from Ghost? Like Papa, what's his face? Papa Emeritus? Yeah. Uh, Makati, you have spoken about your heritage many times. Have you spoken about mother? Oh, yes. I talk about mother a lot. Yeah. You just got got. Lampooned. Look at those eyes. Fuck yes! I wish I could put yes! that in the recording. <laughs> For the audience, Kaylee's eyes just went wide. She pursed her lips very tightly. Excitement is felt. Reveal nothing. Are our parents fucking? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I caught motherfucking Santa Claus. <laughs> I caught yes. motherfucking <laughs> Right up to yes. Um, Very Xmas. Very Xmas? You do Xmas. not know how mother mm. likes it. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Uh, and I assume we just get all the gear we need so that we don't feel like idiots on the road. Yep. We, yes, we know that. I, I'm not. I'm not here to trick you into you doing dumb say shit. You were buying a tent. <laughs> yeah, no. You have you you have a level nine survive in the wilderness guy. Yeah. He's gonna make sure you don't forget to leave without clean underwear and. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna check your underwear. Your but... mittens. Um, <laughs> I'll pin them to your jacket. Mittens. If I pay him extra, will he? Yeah. <laughs> um, but. You have a destination in mind. It is a perilous journey, um, but one that you believe that with all the money you just spent, you should be properly equipped for and prepared for. Uh, You have Asterix, who was volunteered to see this out to the end. Um, Not volunteered, you're paying her. Voluntold. Yeah. Um, And Valin, who is your benefactor, more or less, and is the one paying Asterix, you know, so you don't have to worry about taking that out of your money. and you are going to strike out towards the Reghead Glacier, which if we look at that map... Where the fuck over there? Is hella far. <laughs> Approximately a dick load. We are going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship. <laughs> um, there are places to camp before you get out of the um, Ten Towns, Dwarven Valley places. The Dale regions. Yeah, the Black Cabin is halfway there. Well, the Black the, Cabin is halfway north. It's way not anywhere near the glacier. It's it, a more direct line would be what's left of Care Koenig, Care Denival. Oh, we could stop by Dugan's Hole. <laughs> no. We'll piss on it and then go by. Uh, there are, it looks like from here, I can see three quote-unquote rivers, they're basically just paths of ice that come down from the glacier and sort of wind their way towards uh, the Ten Towns one way or the other. That's your landmark. That's yeah. what you'd be using Does... to track. So one goes out of East Haven and one goes out of Kerkonig, basically. Can you like equip it. the shield guarding with, like, a drill or something? 
I think it's just supposed to smash. It can just smash. Okay. Shield Guardian Also, um, Valin has posited that she believes that uh, the poem that you found in the back of the Rhyme of the Frostbear, the Codicil of White, the Rhyme of the Frostmaiden, is actually a spell. And yeah. that she might be able to use that as a spell and cast it that will open the way open for the ice. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Am I still getting my like, little ping on the, the oh, glacier? Yeah. <coughs> That's gone. Food for thought. Nowhere. Uh, good meat's on the way. Do you want to see if that brewery's still upright if they're actually rebuilding? Food. Oh, fuck. We can stop yes. at that cannibal cave, too. See so if we can hire restful. a dinosaur. Like, Una doesn't want to go, but Kaylee the player wants to go. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. That's uh, some role of play I could sink my teeth into. Mm. <laughs> you good. guys can stop if you want. Uh, I'd like to get there as soon as possible, personally. I think it's on the way. I mean, it's a camping spot. Yeah. Okay. Else, it's so. going to be somewhere that we need to go to like rest up and chill. Yeah. Very good. It is right. on the Let's road. Do it. So. <laughs> we can do chill anytime. Yeah. You're chill. pretty much chilled as it is. Yeah. Uh, all right, so first stop, first night of travel is going to be spent at Goodmead. I think so, because Brinchander yeah. to Goodmead is like a full day's travel, right? Uh, yeah. And it's, it, Goodmead is approximately near where four is. I mean, you can, you can get there, yeah, I mean, you can get there comfortably in a day with sled dogs that don't tire and all the other shit you have. Yeah. Um, magic flying spoons and all the great stuff you get as level nine adventurers. Um, you can actually cover more ground than that in a day, and that's what you're going to be doing when you start hitting the open tundra. Um, but you can certainly make good mead your first night if you want to actually visit there. I think I would like to. There's a warm brewery with an extra, extra dimensional uh, portal to Chult, so mm-hmm. like. Well, it was standing when the dragon went through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which means it's probably still up unless somebody burned it down. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. And that's it's the safest place to get a good rest before we set out. Because if it's going to take us a whole day to get to the glacier, we might as well set up from the closest point that's still safe. Was yep. I with them when we went to Good Meat? Was Makati ever with them when we went to Good Meat? Or no, was it was Pavu. Okay, cool. Never mind. You've never... I mean, you may have been there, but you weren't there for the it going with on. Yeah. yeah, you never saw it when it wasn't burning the ground. Get some yeah. more coffee. With you guys. That went well. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to Good Meat, um, the first thing you notice is that, yes, in fact, the meadery is still uh, upright and in good condition. Uh, spared from the dragon attack so many weeks ago. Um... The rest of the city, not so much. Even the buildings still standing show some damage from the dragon attack. Uh, but new buildings have been slowly starting to be put together. It's difficult conditions to build in. The ground's frozen, you can't take a foundation. It's basically just shanty buildings, hoping that you know someday the fortunes will change. But they've all been built sort of in the general vicinity of the, um, the meadery, and that way people can take turns going inside and getting warm. Um, but yeah, you, you see what is a small, but, you know, definitely thriving little civilization starting to take hold there. Marvelous. What particularly would you like to do? Get a sauna and shelf. Yeah, basically. Mm. Yeah, I think the whole plan is just for us to, to spend the night here and set out once we've all had a chance to rest and have sled dogs ready to go. I mean, did Kazan come back? Last time we saw him, he was fighting a dragon, but, like, T-Rexes don't exactly last long in the tundra. No, but he has also this meadery to hang out in. Yeah. He does, and you do find him there. Um, he's back to his usual position as sort of the watcher of the meadery. He hangs out in the oversized Great Hall in the in the entryway, and um, if you go to visit him, we'll be more than happy to greet you. Do not <laughs> 
not a dragon, but a lizard. <laughs> I mean, Asterisk wanted to meet Kazan. That's true. Um, wanted to go to Chult to meet him. Um, doesn't have to go to Chult. Doesn't have to. I Chult adjacent. And uh, she fangirls for a bit. Um, and asked him a bunch of questions about Chult. It seems like she's she's got travel in the mind, particularly to locations tropical. Yeah. Um, Don't worry, we'll find Driz someday. <laughs> He's in Chult, riding other someday dinosaurs. Someday, my Driz will come. I'm in the wrong campaign. <laughs> Leaves party. Um, oh. So Kazan gre- greets you all, hello, tiny friends and dragon slayers, kings all, um, and queens. Um, and Asterix, like, you know, big anime hearts for eyes, and oh my god. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and without leaving the warm uh, embrace of the humid Cholten air that seeps through the uh, little honeycomb-shaped holes in the, the metery, uh, Kazan will m- motion with his big sharp tooth head towards the settlements outside. People have come back to the meadery. The mead will flow again. Just like this building, I feel my life filled with great purpose. That's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. Excellent news. Those of the lizardfolk kind are very noble. All I know with scales have done much for those that they care for. Mm, come with me, small one, and leads you to the, um, as far as he can go and still fit, to the door where the uh, the coffee beans were grown, where the, the warmest cholt air was, and bask yourself in the sunshine. Oh, I just, like, sit there, like, str- like I'm, like, <laughs> just, like, fully, like, yep. splayed out on the ground, just, like, trying to get as warm as possible. <laughs> Bacati... My, my my imagining of Makati is mother never sent Makati anywhere very warm or very far. Mm. And so, like, warmth is very unfamiliar, but very, very desirable. Like, mm. I, I love the warm. And I did not know I could love it more than mother. Mm. And as that's going on, um, you find yourself thinking on events. And um, that's where this note that I passed you is starting starting to occur to you as, as certain things start to click into place with the knowledge you've been given. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them still don't make sense, but you're, you're given a, a tiny bit of perspective that maybe you weren't given before that maybe implications towards some of these relationships are not just coincidental. Mm. Um, the rest of you, at uh, Kazan's insistence, uh, are invited to spend the night in the uh, meadery. Uh, you gain the benefits of a long rest. Um, what else can he give you? Not much. Um, the people of Goodmead don't have much, he'll tell you. and That's fine. They're, they're trying to uh, begin their lives anew, and given this current state of affairs, they're trying to do as much with as little as they have, and unfortunately that means sharing with outsiders is something, a luxury they can no longer afford. Um, but you're welcome to stay here as often as you want. Okay. Una, at some point, will approach Kazan and say, um, I did not think Goodmead could be rebuilt. <laughs> oh, child. Goodmead has been raised before. And raised again. The people here are strong, and the memory of the loved ones they shared 
does not fade with violence or with loss. If anything, it strengthens it. When you lose someone, they're not gone forever. Have you lost someone, Kazan? I've lost everyone. I've outlived all of my hatchmates, my mate. The only people I have left are the people of Goodmead. They care for me and love me, and I love them in turn. Una will sort of reach out and, like, put her hand against the side of his face, Mm. snout thing, um, and say, we are walking to the uh, Regan Glacier. It is not a guarantee that any of us will return. But if I do, I would like to become the speaker. No one in their short time on this world has learned as much wisdom as you have, nor seen how hard or how great life can be. If Kazan's opinion is asked, Kazan will say that you would make a great speaker. And if you don't return, you will never be gone forever. Una nods and sort of just bumps her forehead against uh, Kazan's snout. He gives you a little gentle nuzzle. And then bunks up for the night. Badass. <laughs> I have the power of God and anime on my side. <laughs> I have the power of God and animals on my side. <laughs> Anything for you? Anything for Sai? No. There's lots of coffee beans. No. In there. <laughs> you want some coffee, Sai? I'll, I'll have some coffee. <laughs> I'm not scared of it. No. Actually, really into tea. Now. <laughs> uh, if coffee is something that any of your characters would actually desire, uh, yeah. they they now guarantee. Slot free coffee. Hey! Does no, it cost extra? No, no. <laughs> no, actually, getting it with a slot in it costs extra. Yeah. It's, it's like tequila with the worm. Mm. Or the boots with the fur. Apple bottom jeans. I will actually, because um, there's portals to Chult, right? There are. <laughs> you just leave the party entirely, just fuck off to Chult. I just ah, want to see. If there's any stegosauri out there. Give me a percentile roll. Yes. Because I have T-Rex, which they're badass. They're badass, but they're not a stegosaurus. Uh, 76. Unfortunately, no. You see 76 stegosaurus. Are you looking for like a 90? I was giving them a 10% chance. Yeah. I mean, they're they're not like running all over the goddamn place. No, no, but that would have been badass. Yeah. There's just two oh, stegosauri so fucking in front of the portal. So okay. <laughs> I mean, you see you see dire bees. Ooh. What right. the fuck, a dire bee? Dire bees. What the size of a Volkswagen? Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. yeah what do you cool think was budget. making all the honey for the fucking metery? Yeah. Uh, they're just standing there jerking off honey. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you ever seen that episode of Futurama where they get the space honey from the space bees? Yeah, it's about like that. Suddenly, I don't like meat anymore. <laughs> asking in the sun, you can finally see your body after all this time, and all the bruises and scars that have accumulated on it. So weird for a drow to be basking in the sun. 
She's yeah. got the deepest tan. She doesn't really like it, but she's probably high as fuck right now, too. Gosh, she's purple and that's It's warm, she, oh, and that's what she cares about. And also, she's practicing her song of rest for next level. Hey! Uh, Which... Right well, now, it's very out of key. No, it's in key. It's just not as uh, restful. <laughs> it's not as hit point of restoring. Gotcha. Um, all right, so you spend a night in good meat. Is there anything anybody else wants to do before we de- depart? I'm good. Plus, I can give you guys butter party inspirations now. I think you're going to offer me butter. Yeah, yeah butter inspiration. <laughs> you're so creamy. The French give me butter inspiration every day, so. <laughs> um, oh, my exhaustion's gone. Yes. Oh, exhaustion. Yeah, right. that's no longer Fuck a thing. Fuck that shit. Um, <laughs> be cool if Oye Mitruk was still fucking alive! No. Wouldn't Fuck know. Him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's. That bitch a cold light walker. Yeah, he's not dead. He's no, he's undead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> I will not kill my brother. Which is a kind of alive. No. Um, I will. I will, I will not kill my brother. I will incapacitate my brother, but I will not kill I'll kill your brother. brother. I already killed your brother. I'll kill I him again. I know you did. I know you did. <laughs> I'm counting on one of you guys to kill him instead Listen, of Listen, I'll kill my brother if you... Yeah, I'll I, kill your brother if you kill mine. The goal of this adventure is for me to kill my brother. <laughs> 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 um, Una will... Uh, sort of at some point find an opportunity to slip away from the rest of the party uh, and she finds the remnants of the general store and the Matthews Do you want more music? Um, sure. Because I love Almost as if sleepwalking, like, finds the key under the mat, opens the door, and just begins walking through all of the familiar rooms of the household. There's rotting food that, you know, was not salted or whatever, not stable for traveling with, still in the pantry. There are plates still in the cupboards. There's the charred remnants of firewood in the fireplace. Upstairs, the beds are made. There's toys in the toy boxes. There's a stuffed bear on the bed. Um, but the house is stripped of valuables. Um, and she goes to one of the bedrooms that has two beds in it uh, and places her hand against the door. And very softly says uh, I am so sorry I was the eldest I should have 
protected you. And she walks to the main bedroom of the household. And she does the same thing. She puts her hand against the door and she says, I don't know whether to apologize or thank you for all that you have given me, Mama and Papa. You have given me life twice over, and I'm afraid that I have spoiled your gift. And then she walks to the third bedroom with its bed that has a rag doll propped up against the pillows. well-made dresses in the wardrobe in a vanity with a mirror and hairbrush and she looks at her reflection for a moment picks up the hairbrush and smashes the mirror and then she leaves the house and locks it behind her Kaylee wins the make Kate cry game. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. Yeah, I was the only other player. Very low DC on that one. <laughs> DC the, of zero. When you said I walk into the other do- in other room and then the music played like that. Mm. I was expecting it to be a crib. I was like. <gasps> <laughs> I was like, oh, she really liked that veal, don't she? Yep. Human veal. So this was your house? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Technically still is. Um, Technically still is. Yeah. Una had two younger brothers. For dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. And leftovers. That was their names, dinner and leftovers. I ate my brothers with some pop beans and a nice Chianti. Uh, Anything else before we depart from Goodmead? Hearing nothing. Um, Coughing, that's a... Coughing, yeah. 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 This is a show. Um, Coos Blood will let you know, I'm sure, that the next leg of the journey takes you out of the Ten Towns and across the open wilderness. Uh, even the trackers and guides don't go out here. Yeah. Pit stop at the cabin? Cabin's way out of the way. Uh, oh, okay. Cabin is like way over by six. We are at this point out by four. Oh, I, I thought, thought the f- cabin was. Four. <coughs> I thought the cabin was four. No, four was the tower that was underground. Uh, yes. Got it. Yeah. Never mind. Cabin, is, cabin six. is six. As a matter of fact, the tower is would actually make a where good. We're going now. Yeah, would actually make a good resting place because um, both Una and Valin will tell you that um, they expect to find this uh, waterfall, this entrance into the glacier. If you were to follow the river that runs just south of Four up to the glacier itself, it's one of the tributary trickles from the the you know seasonal melt that makes up this river. I mean, Goodmead is pretty fucking close to Four, so I think we could probably just go right past it and keep going. 
Yeah. Unless something happens. Unless we get attacked. That would necessitate us stopping there. I'm looking at um, between Goodmead and the foot of the glacier. I'm looking at the need for two group survival checks from the bar pay. Uh, my usual roll of plus? Your usual roll of plus. Ooh. Mastermind. You're good. I don't need it. I don't need it, bitch. For roll, roll, survival? Yep. Yes. Uh, what's the DC? Um, you're going to try that again because I'm going to give you mine. That's way better than <laughs> hey. yeah. Three. Critical success. Can you mastermind yourself? Nope. And can I watch? No. Were you about to say, can I? Can you mastermind yourself and can I watch? <laughs> <laughs> can I watch you mastermind yourself? Well, you know. Dirty goblins. <laughs> Did you mastermind too? Masturbate. Uh, Wait, how much for the second one? <laughs> Six gold. <laughs> Okay. Uh, totals. Uh, 29 for Kuspalad and 19. 26 for the goat. Uh, Zeblin. Three. Oh. Oh. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Crit. Crit. Okay. Well, you succeed on the first day. Zeb eats shit, but everybody else does so well it doesn't matter. Right. Zeb does not do well in the cold. This is well established. Yeah. Uh, Zeb's I would, not from around these parts. I would roll for your NPCs, but given your PC total, it wouldn't change the outcome, so I'm not going to bother. Nice. Um, so the first day of travel goes, um, I don't want to say uneventful, so let, let's... Um, so let me look up an event. You're eaten by a T-Rex. Yeah. Because I'm gotcha. I, I have a table here, and it's one of the last times I'm ever going to get to use it, so uh, I'm going to use it. I'm going to tell you what you see, but you don't have to engage with if you don't want to. Hey, Kazan said that he would support Una as a speaker. That did not say anything <laughs> about the rest of the party. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> oh, also doesn't mean she um, Actually, very appropriate. Oh, cool. Um... Sometime, as you would guess, like between that creepy purpley dawn time in the morning and the midnight time when the the aurora, now the the ever growing aurora, um, comes out, um, you're forced to get everybody to take cover as the uh, now familiar white blue beam of a cold light walker um, starts sc- scanning the horizon, and you just see this stumbling, shambling form walking across the. Uh, the snowy plains, uh, ever searching for what you don't know, but you can only assume it's you at this point, as you have come face to face with the goddess herself. Yeah, I think the, uh, the the plan for this is we pull to the side, we tilt the sled over so it looks like it just was the sled that went off road, and we just like cover ourselves up with blankets and hide and wait it out. Do we recognize it? Yeah. No, this one you you it could be anybody. It's it's got unfamiliar clothing and unfamiliar body shape. It, it could just be a person that died. All it walks who- like a monk. It walks like an Egyptian. Um, <laughs> it's the Bengals. It's uh, no. It, it so logistically, it would be silly if it was anybody recognized. We saw the ones we recognized while we were there, and we ran away. So right. there's no way they're faster than us. Yeah, but who who knows if where they are now? Because it's been a while since we went from like there to there to there. It's true. Five days. We traveled by whale and dog sled. If they're walking here, there's no way they're faster than us. <laughs> Unless they walk all day and night. Even if they do, we're pretty fucking fast. You are pretty fucking fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so that is the first day worth of survival checks. Uh, day two, go ahead and go give me a roll. And I'll figure out what you might encounter. Day two. Mastermind. Hey. Mastermind to whoever needs it. I need that. I think a 10 is How are you doing? Hey, 16. My project is yours. Do it. Oh. 14? Totals. Uh, goat is 17. I'm a dirty 20. 14. 16. Crit, 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 crit. 
23. All right. Again, uh, you don't have to interact with anything you don't want to, and in this case, there is nothing to interact with. You walk across the cold and empty, barren landscape of the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. I feel like I can't say frozen tundra without saying Lambeau Field. Um, <laughs> we see the green bay. <laughs> Chicago chipmunks, right? songs and poetry I have a about us the whole way. Yeah. Uh, but this day is, is, when I say uneventful, I mean truly uneventful. All you see is snow and darkness. Um, question for you. In that picture right there, is that person in the corner us? Here? Yeah. Okay, um, we'll take a break and we'll uh, we'll do a peek behind the curtain thing. Uh, Josh actually would recognize that as a Chewinga. Yeah. Which is a uh, small um, elemental okay. spirit. Um, they're harmless little... Eight to ten foot, eight they're, to ten inch tall little they're Miyazaki creatures. Yeah, they're just little. They're like the Kodamas. Yeah, is that an anime thing? Yeah, they... yeah. Princess Mononoke, the little yeah. white guys. Yeah, you're like... speaking gibberish. Yes, mm-hmm. um, I see you. Or like nonviolent, the little the little things from uh, from Moana, but like totally nonviolent oh, and harmless, the, not vicious. Yeah, coconuts. Yeah. like little silly things. Kokomea, yeah. yeah. There's one in shelf, for instance, that thinks facial hair is great and just wants to like hang on to it. Hang yeah, on to it they appear in this module as well. Um, I was on the fence about writing them out, and then you guys didn't go to the place where you needed to go to interact with them anyway, so I just eschewed them. But yeah, they, they pop up in almost all of the artwork. You can find one in the background. Just I just wanted out. to make sure that wasn't something vital. No, it's not. Okay. It's just a fun We do see Uriel in the two die rolls you described, Three. as well as the hand. Yep. Three wolves. Of the bad wolves, times yep. man. Yep. She's an Oriel bear. <laughs> <laughs> she likes to keep it Oriel. Um, I don't. You both lose so inspiration. If, I, if I like was walking in the woods <laughs> in the winter and came across that, I would simply kill myself. Like, yeah, but, then, but then a real would be like, "Welcome back, bitch." Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a spotlight where your face used to be. Now go fucking fuck people up. <laughs> Enjoy killing all your friends. <laughs> so, uh, the second day of travel goes on uneventfully. Um, Kus, you are able to locate the river, uh, which brings you to the glacier. Um, and Valin starts to uh, Valin will will actually get with you, uh, Zevelin, and say, um, according to what we've read, the waterfall we're looking for exudes a strong magical aura. So we should be trying to detect magic in this area. I will make sure to keep it on. Very good. I, fl- I flip my magical detection switch. Yeah, it's like you ever flipped it off. No, and I'll say, uh, even the ragged barbarians who come to trade with the Ten Towns don't frequently traverse through this area because they're all precipitous ice cliffs um, and treacherous footing. Avalanches and ice slides are common. Um, yes, ma'am. Um, as, as the grown-ups are talking, uh, Una is scanning the landscape and it's a very eerie movement, considering the uh, cold light walkers that we've encountered. Because it's very like, it's very similar. She like her. She's Moving not shivering. Like she's sort of like doing one of these, just looking for that magical ping from Daddy. Mm, you're close. <laughs> Your visceral reaction is all I need to give me the motivation to keep playing this game forever. Um, That's what all my daddies say. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know how to take that, so I'm just going to drink it. Degenerates, the lot of you. I'm going to drink this wine. 
Um, it takes a few hours of picking your way down the edge of the uh, glacier. And the glacier, to give you some sense of perspective, is uh, if you watched Game of Thrones, I think most of us did, um, the wall yeah. is just like- literally just, you know, almost 60 to 80 feet sheer straight up. Um, oh, more than that. Yeah. The wall's like 100 yeah. 120 feet. All right, sure. I, 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 a guy falls out of it, so like we can see yeah. how far he falls. Yeah. It, and it is. Um, I love this song, but I'm not sure it's entirely appropriate. It's, it's a bit wild west. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, do we want uh, dispel magic or cure wounds inside the shield guardian? Uh, dispel magic. Okay. Um, we can almost all heal at this point, even like with the potions, we all can heal. So. Mm-hmm. All right. It's major. So you find yourself picking your picking your path along the uh, foot of the glacier, literally keeping it just to your right or left as you decide to go either you know north or south along the edge um, and you find many of these little waterfalls and some of them are as small as a trickle some of them are as wide as this room is um, all places where when the sun did come out and the glacier began to do its spring to summer melt thaw cycle water would drip down from the glacier and feed the river that would feed the ten towns basically uh, all the way out to the sea of moving ice but for the past two and a half years now, it's been a solid brick of ice that's been unmoving and has done nothing to nourish the people or the wildlife here. Um, and it takes some hours of travel uh, before you uh, start to get a magical ping on the edges of your periphery, Zev. Um, and Zevlin will confirm this with you. Uh, or, uh, Valin will confirm this with you. Your names are so similar, I keep getting you. Yeah, sorry. Bob, just say villains. Yes, when the villains start to tell you... When the villains start driving the story forward, um, <laughs> as, as they are wont to do, um, you start to zero in your search on what waterfall it is you're looking for. Um, I would like perception checks from those of you who are perceptive, if you feel like this is something you'd be doing. <laughs> like trained in perception? Um, you don't have to be trained. I'll allow you to do it untrained, but like if you're if you're busy doing searching for magical waterfalls, your attention is drawn elsewhere. Oh, okay. So this is other people doing it. Yeah. Any perk for the observant feet. Yes. Um yeah, give yourself a plus two. No No advantage. No fam. Yeah. Yeah, no advantage. A four is not gonna cut it, right? I don't think so. Okay. Just wanted to check. Pretty good. Uh the goat doesn't see a fucking thing, but I have a twenty-four. Okay. I'm not looking for the magical waterfall per se. I'm just looking for the magical ping. Can I roll? No, I'm going to impose the same problem on you that I'm imposing on Josh. It only seems fair. Uh, Sai, you're giving me a look. Well, you know, I'm just a curious little goblin who rolled a 27. <laughs> oh, oh, shit! You, know, no you beat my 24, you son of a bitch! You sunk my battleship! I'm very perceptive. What can so, I say? Yeah. Yeah. I get my nose into things. Yeah. Our epilogue might be that you and I are superheroes, actually, after all this is over. <laughs> Makata, you just go and lays in a warm rock somewhere. Pretty much, yeah. It's, that's a perfectly reasonable finale. Again. Like, Well, Koos, it's the drugs. Yeah, it is the drugs, yeah. So, so the dilated people, it's just you guys in the club. Just like, so this is not something that you would um, see or smell so much as something you would hear. And I'm going to play you a sound. Hopefully it works without ads. Trying to look at the screen, and you're looking at the screen. (laughs) 
You know what, folks? It's been great, but I'm yeah, actually let's go back done. to Bryn Shander. I'm done. <laughs> and we retire until that is, the coyotes um, got into the chicken coop in the field last night, and that is literally almost that's, that's what it's exactly. Like. Yeah, that's actually what they record for this. It's laughter. It's hyenas. It's noise. Yeah, it's noise. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Kate and I could see the screen. <laughs> Well, sorry, I also don't I know what I like. Straight up, don't know what a gnoll looks like because I'm still like a D and D like fine. noob. It's, it's like a bipedal oh. hyena. I love gnolls. Yeah. Bipedal. Yucky. Nice. They're they're actually one of the coolest enemies. Of the yes, they are. They really are badass. Yeah, um, they're badass, but that doesn't mean it's good for us. No, no it means cool. actually it means it's pretty bad for you. No, it's um, really good for us. Our characters are gonna have a bad time. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, like I'm gonna live. That is the sound that Probably. you hear. I mean, you as a person will live. No, that's um, what I mean. Yeah. Unless you take so much damage and it rolls over and you just die in your shit. <laughs> That is the sound that you overhear um, coming from across the tundra. Um, We've encountered gnolls before. Yeah, you have. Uh, Nold overhead, dirty bastard, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, Noel dirty bastard. Overhead, you do see two silhouettes uh, of flying creatures circling you. Not more rocks. No, it doesn't look like rocks. Okay. Um, giant squid bird ships. It's a How giant scary monster. Valin is uh, apparently too tied up to um, looking for waterfalls to help you with your perception checks. However, Asterix also notices whatever it is you're noticing. We should have sucked with the rivers and lakes that we're used to. (laughs) (laughs) You went chasing waterfalls. (laughs) (laughs) That was really good. Christ, I love you. Take take inspiration. Credit where credit is due. That was fabulous and shitty. <laughs> God damn it. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I know you're going to have it your way or nothing at all. Akus, <laughs> um, are you going to let us know that we're moving too fast? <laughs> I can't continue the song. I only know like four words. So. That song is about AIDS. <laughs> is it really? Yes. Huh? Yeah. I, I mostly know the Weird Al version. So no. Um, uh, getting back to the actual Toko chasing butterballs. Yeah. <laughs> Making phony calls. <laughs> uh, but I, I will. I will stop the group and I'll point up, like quietly, very, like there. There are aerial observers. This is not a normal thing. Uh, what do they look like silhouette wise? Uh, give me a, eh, I would say either nature or arcana or a high DC history. Are you drawing our attention, like the yes. entire group's attention? Can yeah. I help? I'm trained in nature. Yes, you may. I'm trained in arcana. And do we, so we, do we all see him do that? Yes. Yeah, I'm tapping shoulders. Yeah, right, uh, we have more than one person offering to give help, which means I'll allow more than one person to make the roll with advantage. One of you will probably get there. I can I would, try to identify it. I would like to also make a roll. Uh, what skill are you using? I'm going to use nature. What are you using? I'll use arcana. All right, I'll go ahead. You. Thank you. I love you. that. So 18. 16. All right. Um, these are not a natural uh, occurring animal that's native to these lands. Uh, with arcana, you would recognize them as gargoyles. Um, you have encountered gargoyles before. They're, uh, they're definitely an underdark thing. They are definitely an underdark thing, but you encountered them in Icewind Dale. They are uh, Avarice's pet gargoyles. Right. Gargoyles, several signs. Gargoyles. Oh, and she buddied up with the nice witch hunters. Nice music shift. Mm-hmm. She was the witch hunters. Yeah. Thank, thank the random app or the man. Um, like, uh-oh, evil. 
Mm -hmm. I'll pull out my gun. Um, so I feel like maybe a map is in order here. Yeah, I'd have to rough one out, but I can do that. All right. I'll just sign a piece. You're gonna rough one out all over the table, Brian? He said rough. You can watch if you want. We have 40 minutes. I'm gonna pee. I'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is gonna be about perfect.